0: Uh, I hate little pony talk again. <laughs> I'm your host Pandora Rose, and this is my co-host
1: Nikki Tsukinoko eating a tuna fish sandwich.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay,
0: we do apologize for all the technical difficulties we had on part one. Okay, that totally was not our fault. Um. Even the ending. That's why we I really quickly did up a second part so that we could properly end the last show. <laughs> so unfortunately I don't even know where it probably cut us off when we were describing um a very minty Christmas, but I think everybody knows a very minty Christmas. That's true. It's one of those things where if you don't know about a very minty Christmas, you have been in a cave.
1: <laughs>
0: but you you have to admit, because um, yes, we are just picking up right from where kind of where we left off before. That a very minty Christmas. Minty was so worried about what was happening that she took it upon herself to fix everything. Which was very nice, because she did actually cause all the mayhem, but, you know, it, it shows about taking responsibility. So. But, yeah, that actually took, t- we actually we actually got through quite a few of the um, DVDs, which is actually pretty good for us.
1: <laughs> uh, I hope Fred brings me back of coffee. That's all I can say. But also
0: another reason why I wanted to call, call, do this back in because I did, you know, promise release zero that you know I would give a special birthday shout out to all of our friends that are going to have birthdays from now until the end of August happy birthday happy pony birthdays to every, to all of you happy pony hugs yay so she will just have to hopefully she'll pick up on listening to the second part
1: sure but um, I still remain skeptical, but you know that. <laughs> you always are skeptical, but that um... is you have. You're the happy one, <laughs> and Blade is the same one, which leaves me to be the grouchy one. <laughs> okay, so so basically, like. Oh, okay, so Summerblade is the 10th doctor, and you're the 11th doctor, and I'm the 12th doctor.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. sounds good.
1: She's the sane one, you're the happy hyper one, <laughs> I'm the that has no patience for anybody or anything. <laughs> I'm the one that needs a carer. Someone who cares, so I don't have to. <laughs> I don't know if you're if you've been if you if you're caught up on Doctor Who. I don't know if you if you've watched Doctor Who, but trust me.
0: I watched the old episodes. I mean, old.
1: Yeah. You watch. Probably, when you say old, you probably mean between the first doctor and the seventh or eighth doctor.
0: Well, I watched um, um, the, ones the ones where they had the cheesy sets.
1: That doesn't narrow it down.
0: <laughs> I mean, really cheesy, as in. The background was, was the same room. <laughs> was
1: it was it in color? Yes. Probably First, Force Doctor. Did did whoever you watch have a scarf and a big hat? Yes. yes. First Doctor, Tom Baker. Everybody loves him. Nobody who knows Tom Baker doesn't love Tom Baker. He is ultra level. But you
0: know, I only
1: have so many hands. Come here. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you're getting heavy. You're so good. Yeah, you're going her the special coffee, so <laughs> I'm going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have for a baby. <laughs> 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 let's get these Jackie socks <laughs> off.
0: So, but, um, again, we want to apologize for the technical difficulties. Um, It was totally blog talk because when I called in this time to get connected, it told me they were having technical difficulties. So you can figure with all the storms in the areas and all of that, You know, (sighs) but I will not talk any more about storms because I am sick and tired of rainstorms. (laughs) So, again, we apologize for how last show started. Hopefully next week it'll be a little bit better. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I did get a message back from Brittany. She did say she wasn't feeling well, so.
1: Yeah, I think there's been some illnesses going around.
0: Yeah. So, but as I said, wanted to just pop back on and say we're sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: and of course, it could also be the change in date. So hopefully, next week will will be just a little bit better.
1: Melody, control your milk. Well, we'll wash your feet real good when you take a bath tonight. It's fine.
0: Ready to do a proper (laughs) Pony Night Night? night
1: nights. We you know we still have like twenty minutes left. Melody, I think control your milk.
0: Then do you wanna do another do you wanna do another set? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well uh, the next set is uh, Princess Promenade, which I think again is one of those ones where everybody knows it, and this is, again, a VHS and a DVD. And this is the one where bronies did make fun of it. Uh, The Breezy Ponies are getting ready to fly to Ponyville for the Spring Promenade Parade. Arriving, they find Wisteria and help set up the flower floats by helping with the gardening. Wisteria (laughs) spots a weed in her garden. She and Pinkie Pie try pulling it up, but they fall down a hole. They they don't try and get it out instead. The breezy pony, Zippy, follows them and follow a foul smell and found a special looking flower. Under the flower is a rock which cracks away and a dragon named Spike appears. Tony scream while the breezy zipsy quizzes Spike. Spike explains they're under their castle and he's been asleep for a thousand years. He also explains about the flower that whoever touches it owns it and it gives and gives it to Wisteria. The other breezy look look. The other breezes up top, who saw Zipsy, follow the ponies, explain to the other ponies what happened to Wisteria and company. Just before they go down the hole to search for them, the castle gate opens up with, with the lost ponies. Wisteria takes Spike to the pedal parlor to bathe him before showing him
1: to because her Because he's
0: stinky. Because of course. he's stinky.
1: But, but she doesn't want to make too big of a deal out of it.
0: Oh, that's but she good. tries
1: to convince it because he's important.
0: Ah, there we go.
1: They eventually show
0: off Spike and explain about him. He goes on to explain further he is here to guard, teach, and protect the new princess. All the ponies declare that Ponyville doesn't have a princess. He explains the flower he handed to Wisteria symbolizes who will be the princess, which is now Wisteria. Everyone starts to treat Wisteria like she's special, which Wisteria doesn't really want. Hmm. Are we starting to see a pattern here?
1: (laughs) Yeah. But of course, they don't get any of their ideas from the older shows. Not at all. Then Spike starts to train her on
0: how to be a princess. A princess doesn't have friends or equals. When Wisteria is out checking all the floats, Spike asks Wisteria for help as she is a princess now, even though the floats are a mess. Needs her. Oh, wait. Sorry. Skip the line. Spike stops her doing anything like smelling the flowers, watering the flowers and digging in the dirt. Upset and feeling down, Wisteria wishes she had never found the flower. The other ponies also feel they can't stop her doing they can't ask Wisteria for help as she's a princess now even though the floats are a mess and need her skills. Seeing her float her own float the others had help make for her Wisteria decides to go against training and help with the floats anyway. She doesn't tells Spike she wants to be herself again. Spike takes this and she doesn't want to be the princess anymore and goes back to sleep on the floor. Mysteria and the Breezies try to wake him and tell him he's stay- she's staying the princess but she wants to be herself too. So she decides to teach Spike how to be a pony. The parade goes ahead. Wisteria stops everyone mid-parade to tell them thank you and makes everyone else a princess too. Now see, if you think about it, the bronies who were going through this movie completely skipped over the part where Wisteria was saying she did not want to be a princess. And was having an issue with people treating her differently, which if you think about it is the same thing um Twilight or, Sparkle. yeah had had to deal with. So it's kind of like really you're you're skipping over a part that is essential to G four and you're making fun of basically everything that's still happening to Twilight Sparkle.
1: Well, and, I mean, the, the whole I don't want to be a princess thing is not even new to, it wasn't new, it certainly wasn't new to G4, and it wasn't even new to G3. No. It it, it actually, the first time I think I saw it was in um, My Little Ponytails. There's an episode um, where... Um, on Bon, maybe? One of the ponies, um, had, uh, her friends tell her that they think she's the missing princess that this visiting king and queen are looking for. Because she has yellow eyes and bright pink hair. And she has this red splotch on one of her hooves. And they think it's a birthmark. And so they make her dress up fancy and um, tell her that she has, she's going to have to leave the parents. She's always known she was adopted because right. now she's going to go live with the king and queen and she's going to have to dress fancy all the time and she can't play in the dirt anymore and she can't do all this stuff that, that she, she loves to do and she can't be with the people that she loves being with from her, mom, her adopted parents um, that she loves like they were her own parents. And she ends up, she's like, I don't want to be the princess. I don't care if I'm the princess. I don't want to be the princess. And it, luckily for her, it turns out that a different orphan who hasn't been adopted is the princess. Um, yeah. But it just, it, it, it's not it's not a new theme in my little pony no and and when that particular group of bronies was going through all the older material, they were talking like they were going backwards in time and acting like they were going forward like yeah. and, and 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 it was frustrating because they're trying to take to have their version of ponies take credit for all the cool things that ponies have always had, and then only focusing on, you know, the things that could have been improved or that needed some improvement in the earlier series. Like, the animation sometimes wasn't very good in some of the earlier series. The, uh, the G3.5 animation was, quite frankly, terrifying. But 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 that that flash that is, is really new in three point five. People weren't really very good at it yet. You know, it just.
0: But that 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 is a completely different topic. Yeah, more for discussion on a, on a day where we have a little bit more time. Because we've only got about nine more minutes.
1: But yeah, but this was one of the movies that they tore to pieces and found nothing redeemable about. Apparently, even though the topic of the movie
0: was was current
1: to Twilight
0: Twilight Sparkle.
1: Yeah, it was current to their. Because at the time they did that, I believe Twilight Sparkle had just become princess.
0: We can actually create this into an entire topic on a different night if you want. (laughs) Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. But let's let's move on to Pinkie Pie and the Ladybug Jamboree, which was um, a bonus eight-minute episode with uh, the Mm -hmm. Princess Promenade. And the synopsis here was, the ponies are about to perform a magical a magical musical on stage and everyone is practicing but no one is playing together pinkie pie has a pinky switch which is her way of solving a problem dream cloud appears above pinky pie's head it shows everyone playing in the band well together and also the parts they should be playing but a ladybug that lands on her nose makes Pinkie Pie fall over, knocking her out of her Pinky Schwink. A little later on in the show, the same ladybug gives Pinky the idea for their band name and they all perform on they all perform well on stage dressed as ladybugs.
1: That actually sounds really cute. It does sound cute. I don't think I've seen that one either.
0: Well, I don't have the movie now. I need to go buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry to cut you off on that little tangent, but that tangent... Oh,
1: no, no. It's good to cut me off on my tangents. I I can really go off on some tangents. Yeah, because I don't want to make this episode any longer. (laughs) Sorry. Here, Fred, finish my sandwich. Um, The next one is
0: the Runaway Rainbow. And this is uh, Rainbow Dash tells us this is their rainbow celebration time of year, and then we follow a ribbon from the decorations to Unicorpia, Unicornia. Unicornia by a unicorn named Whistle Wishes. The unicorns, you know what? This is what I need. Let's keep on track. There mm-hmm. we go. Melody, stop. The unicorns are also getting ready for the Princess Rainbow Soul Ceremony. Princess Rarity has been chosen as the special unicorn and has to study with Lee on how to create the first rainbow of the season. She was picked from the other pink unicorns to join Brighty, Whistle Wishes, and Lee in the Princess Rainbow Ceremony. Their responsibility for making the first rainbow of the season, and the ceremony has to be performed after the third shooting star of four, each shooting star represents one of the unicorns. The first, the yellow star, is for Bright Brady, then blue for wish, Whistle Wishes, a purple one for Cherilee, and finally a pink one for Rarity. It also well,
1: I, has, has two performances. That's one under, of those not really a rainbow thing, but go on. It also has
0: to be performed under the Crystal Dome where Rarity is studying, but Rarity is not really listening and following a bug on the floor. Cherilee tries to teach Rarity how to use the wand they have to call their special carriage. When Cherilee leaves, leaving Rarity has already left even though she hid under the table, Rarity takes the wand out case and starts playing with it. Meanwhile, the Breezies are on their way over to the celebration in Ponyville too. Cheerily Brightly and Whistle Wishes catches Rarity with the wand just as she makes herself disappear. Rarity reappears before the Breezies and she explains to them she makes the rainbows but they don't believe her and they take her to Ponyville rainbow dash the unicorns go off to search for rarity without her to perform the ceremony there won't be any more rainbows rarity is now in cotton candy cafe she tells the ponies about herself then spots some roller skates on the floor and skates off into trouble rarity then decides she wants to go home so minty Pinkie pie rainbow dash and the Breezies take her to see Spike, who knows everything, of course. They then find her magic wand that was tangled in her mane, and Spike explains to the other ponies that every year a special unicorn is chosen to learn the rainbow ceremony. They find a map to Rarity's home as the second blue star passes them. The unicorns are getting worried they won't find her in time. On the way to find her home, Rarity falls in the stream after chasing butterflies while trying to save her. Pinkie Pie and Minty fall in too. The Breezies who went on ahead return to save the ponies just in time before they go over a waterfall. They all camp out for the night. As the third star passes, Rarity decides she has to leave now. Rainbow Dash wakes up to find her rainbow colors have gone. The other unicorns who were camping close to Rarity, unaware, find Rarity, and she calls the crystal carriage with her wand. They all go in the carriages as the four star chases them as they rush back to unicorn- Unicornia. They rush under the dome as rainbow colors everywhere start disappearing. They make the rainbow, but nothing happens first time. They try again and create a beautiful rainbow. Everything gets its rainbow colors back, including Rainbow Dash and the Princess Rainbow Ceremony goes ahead without a problem. I think this is the one where they were
1: making fun of how uh, Rarity was acting. Yeah. This is the one where they made fun of how Rarity was acting. This is the one where... They were like, oh my gosh, Princess Rarity. And this yeah. is the one where they thought that somebody had done something to their beloved Rainbow Dash. Because now Rainbow Dash was acting like Rarity, and now Rarity is a princess. Yeah. And, yes. There we go.
0: I There we go. We have a whole new topic for once we're done with merchandise. <laughs>
1: Listen to Nikki Tsukinoko as she rants about bronies ranting about previous
0: generations.
1: (laughs) Hey, it it makes sense. But
0: Mm. the last one for the day, for the evening, is Greetings from Unicornia. Uh, This is a nine-minute long, including the credits. It was released with it was a short episode with the runaway rainbow, of course. <laughs> uh, the ponies are out playing with a ball when a rainbow knocks Pinkie Pie over and a postcard drops out of it. It's from Rainbow Dash. Everyone runs to find runs over to find out what she has to say. Rainbow Dash is at a castle in Unicorn. She says how much she misses them all and wishes they were there. She says Rarity gave her a tour of the Crystal Castle and then cuts to Rarity showing Rainbow Dash around. Rarity shows off their hello, hello arc, which echoes everything they say. They then find... Hmm?
1: Sorry. In this case, it's Arch. Sorry. Sorry. Like the Golden Arches. (laughs)
0: they then find a rainbow door and it's filled with bouncy big bouncy balls they go bouncing on them around the room and out the window after a song Rainbow Dash gets Rarity to post the postcard for her we see it reach the ponies by Rainbow as Puzzlement reads it out wish you were here Rainbow Dash and the unicorns appear in their carriage to join the other ponies so I like the um the two shorts that go with both of these movies, if you really look at it and think about it, they seem to be continuations of the movie.
1: yeah well and i mean and, and I want to point out that uh, Unicornia is also mentioned in G Four in the Hearth Swarming Eve episode yeah. Pegasopolis, Unicornia, and Earth. <laughs> um, and if I recall when it was Bronies react, they made fun of, oh, it's called Unicornia, ha ha ha. Like, I, and I was a, a bit aghast when they did that because they're completely ignoring the fact that it was in the Hearth's Warming Eve episode. And nobody was going ha 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 then. Yeah. Now do I think Unicornia is a good name? No. I would never name something Unicornia. But G3 and it was there was there was a different mindset about how to write ponies at the time. It could be corny and still be in the show. No plan intended. Yep. It could be unicorny and still be in the show. But hey, we got through all the movies from two through two thousand five. Yes, we did. We did. And 2006. Yep. So now we're on 2007 for next time.
0: So, but are you ready to go ahead and say Pony Night Nights? Yep, Pony Night Nights. Yes, thank you. And if you Listen to this part of the show. Thank you for listening. Until next week, hopefully no technical difficulties. Pony night nights and
1: DC's came on all and you have listened to
0: Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye bye.
1: Bye-bye, Kimono.
0: Pony Night Nights. <laughs> Pony Night Nights. Is that it? Are we alone? <sighs> well, we do apologize for all the technical difficulties tonight. They truly were block talk issues and we do hope that you've listened to both parts of this episode and to the person who didn't ask for us to give birthday wishes we give all birthday we give them birthday pony hugs and hope their birthdays are good and until next time Happy pony hunting. Good night.